Amen. Bobby already said it in his prayer that uh, by his stripes we are healed. Now, that goes a long way. That runs from the outside of us and it runs all the way to the inside of us. The verse we read from this text this morning is, is in this setting. The children of Israel, they were traveling on a desert journey. And during this desert journey, they come upon a watering hole. They desperately, they, they had thirst, they had need of water. Uh, and uh, in this desert travel, they come upon this watering hole. And by the way, it was no accident they wound up at this watering hole. God had brought them there by divine providence and by divine guidance. But when they got to this watering hole, they found that they could not drink the water they needed to refresh their soul, to refresh their body, to replenish their spirit. They found that the water at this hole was bitter. And so they had a committee meeting, and they had to try to figure out what to do. What are we going to do? We've traveled on this journey. We're dying of thirst. We're famished inwardly and outwardly. What shall we do? And the Lord told Moses, he said, you go and cut down a branch. And he said, you cast that branch into that bitter water. And when you cast that branch into that bitter water, the name of that place was Mara, which means bitter When you cast that branch into that watering hole, that water that is bitter, it will be made sweet and you can drink it and you'll find nourishment for your soul. You'll find refreshment for your spirit and replenishment for your body. And so they did just that. And so you say, preacher, what's all that have to do with us today? Let me tell you what that has to do with us today. A long life's journey, the waters are not always sweet. Good things don't always happen. Prosperity is not on every hand. Blessings are not at every corner or at every turn. A long life's journey, if you're like me, and I know you are, a long life's journey, even trying to follow the Lord and to serve Him and to do the best you can, even doing all of that, even not laying in the bars on Friday night, not drinking or using drugs or running around uh, here and there, even not doing none of those things and just trying to do what's right. Life brings some bitter experiences. In fact, sometimes I look at the drunkard or the thief and it seems to me they prosper more than I do. It seems to me they don't have the worries I do. It seems to me they're never drinking out of bitter waters like I have to along the way. That was the complaint of the psalmist David. But life brings with it certain pains and life brings with it waters of bitterness. And you, it was mentioned a while back sometime or another about, uh, about eating green persimmons. If you've ever, you don't eat it, by the way, you don't eat a green persimmon. You may taste one. Uh, but it'll, it'll never go further than your tongue. You'll spit it out uh, before you get to that place. But uh, it, it, there's one thing about it. You will never forget the taste of a green persimmon. That'll always be stuck in your teeth. And so life will bring with it experiences. And young people remember this. And I know today is full of blessings for you. But there's, the, old, the longer you live, the further you walk with the Lord, the more you endeavor to do for Him. There's going to be experiences that happen in your life and it'll always leave a taste on your teeth. And there's going to be times when even in the midst of blessings, you're going to look back on bitter experiences and memory is going to, is going to bring back to you pain 
and heartache and difficulties and even struggles today from things that happened years ago. I've, uh, I've preached this before. Maybe somebody's visiting and you don't know it, but uh, January, uh, January 24th, 19, uh, 1993, I, I was at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and I uh, uh, exited the aircraft on about a 1. I was thinking, Brother Kyle, it was a 113 uh, time on target. I don't know why they always did it, but it was 113 uh, uh, jump in the morning, and, and I, my parachute had a partial malfunction, and I burned in. I broke both bones in my right leg. Went through the recovery process of that, and today, most days are good days, but if you took your hand and traced it down my calf from my knee toward my ankle, you would be able to find that broken place. You'd be able, you would recognize it. And there, there's days that are good days, but I damaged my ankle in the process, and there are days when my, when my ankle hurts. Sometimes there's a stabbing pain, and it'll almost cause me to collapse if my weight's on that foot. There's days when I'll lay down and, or sit down on a chair and it just aches and it just throbs and it's a reminder of a wound from yesterday and it's a reminder of, a, of brokenness from my past, of days gone by. Uh, I'll, I'll live with this the rest of my life. Even if they do surgery, uh, it, it, it'll be a reminder all the days of my life of an injury that I received years and years ago. And what happens in life is there's some things that are... Sometimes it's circumstances or events that have taken place in our life. Sometimes it's people. People can hurt us and wound us far greater than any circumstance or event in our life. But there will be times when we're reminded of that, and it becomes a sore spot in our life and in our living. It becomes a pain that, is, that it reminds us from time to time that there's been heartache and there's been trouble in the past. But I'm here today to, to let you know this. I'm here today to let you know that the Bible says He's the Lord God that heals us. I'm here today to remind you that the Bible says that by His stripes we are healed. I'm here today to remind you that He said, Jesus Himself said that He was anointed to mend and to heal the brokenhearted. That word heal, mend there, it literally means to take two bones that have been broken and to set them back in place. That's what the Word teaches us. That's what the that's what the Bible. That's the very message of uh, the very message of this uh, of this text here. Now, now, listen, and Elizabeth, I want you to go ahead and sing what it is we talked about. And how the Lord laid that on uh, on me this morning. But now, listen. If God brought you here by divine providence. If you're here not just because you're a church member and you're being faithful to your church, if you're here not just because somebody invited, if you're here because you just decided to get up today and didn't have anything better to do but just come to church, if you're here because God carried you here, and if you're here because there's a possibility God wants to do a work of healing in your life. He wants to heal you today. He wants to make you well. The Bible says this, watch. And I, need, and I need your heart for just a moment. I, I need you to come clean. I need you to be honest. And say, yeah, preacher, there's an accident in my past. And if you traced, if you run your hand and traced my life, you'd find that place where there was brokenness. You'd find that place where there was heartache. You'd find that place where there was disappointment. And preacher, most days I'm okay. 
But preacher, there are days where I ache. There are days where I hurt. There are days where I'm just reminded of an event or a circumstance or choices I've made or, or things that people have done to me. A lot of my heartache, I'll, be, I'll confess, is because of choices I've made. That's a lot of my heartache in lifetime, but I know you're not as stubborn and rebellious as I, as I have been in, in nature. But you say, preacher, I'm, that's me. I, I've got good days, but there's days when, I, when, when it, it's as if this pain is just brought afresh and anew. Then you've got to know the Bible says this. Watch. The Bible says that there, in Ecclesiastes that there is a time to heal. What if? Would you give yourself to the possibility this morning... Would you give yourself to the thought this morning? To, would you give yourself just to the likelihood this morning that this morning is your time to hit? That this morning's that time. Not next week. Not through some process. Uh, not, 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 in the, not in weeks of recovery. But would you allow the possibility that when God says there's a time to heal that maybe God is using the people around you this morning in this church? and that God is using the music that has been ministered in both the choir and from that piano, and that God has used this word from Exodus 15 about a bitter experience, that God is going to use all that today to make things sweet in your life. That water was made sweet because a branch was cast into it. The Bible says he's the branch of David. Jesus. It's going to come through him. It's not through me. It's not through... A, a, a life group leader or, or through a soloist or, 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 or anything like that. It, it won't come from Dr. Bottlestopper, Dr. Phil, Oprah, Dr. Pope, Dr. Oz. Listen to me. There's a time to heal. We know the healer this morning. We know the healer this morning by his stripes. By his stripes we are healed. Why, does, why do Baptists have to just make that spiritual... And why do charismatics just have to make that physical? Why can't it just be for anything and everything? Why can't it just be the whole... Why can't they be a middle of the road to this? That He come to mend the brokenhearted. By His stripes we are healed. There's a time to heal. And so what if this morning God carried you to His house today? And God brought you here because He's got something to do in your heart. And because that place in Ecclesiastes where it says there's a time to heal, that means it's your time today. Your time today. Your time today. What if? And, 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 I, and I know this because I've been there. And I've got to share this. And I remember talking vividly to a preacher friend on the phone. And he's sharing the same thing to me. But in Acts 27, I heard a song this morning coming over here to, uh, to church. I've never heard a song that was written on Acts 27 through Eurachlodon. And there should have been a dozen songs, Andrew, written on that great gigantic storm of Acts 27. It's the only song I've ever heard. Acts 27 is the storm of all storms. I mean, it's bigger than any storm that's recorded in the Word of God. It's like a hurricane on the Sea of Galilee. I mean, on, uh, on, the, uh, on the, the Mediterranean Sea. It's like a hur- it's of hurricane proportion. And Paul was in it. Now watch. And so in this storm, Paul is a prisoner with other prisoners. Isn't that what bitter experiences of life do to you sometimes? Isn't that what wounds do to you sometimes? They, you become a prisoner to them. 
They consume you. They lead you. They direct you. Your thoughts respond to that pain from decisions you've made or places you went or things you've done. They kind of control you, just like you're a prisoner to those wounds. Paul was with prisoners, and, and they entered into this storm, and things started falling apart. And I mean, they started throwing stuff off the ship. The ship was going to sink. Water was filling up. Everybody was screaming, abandon the ship, abandon the ship. Get rid of the tacklings, undergird the ship, make it stronger, bail water. Everything around Paul said, you're going to die. You're sinking. But Paul had a little visitor in the midnight hour. And so he was able to stand up in the midst of this storm when everything around him said, this is the end. When, when, listen, when demons and people had convinced him that it was over, the storm, a storm of magnitude raged around him. Paul stood up and said, can I make an announcement before we jump overboard? I'd just like to say that we're not going to have no loss of life. We may lose the ship. We may lose all that's on board. We may lose everything that we've packed up. But there's not going to be one life lost off this ship tonight. Well, Paul, now how do you know that? This is a bad storm. We've seen ships go down with lesser storms. We've seen whole crews lost. Paul, how can you stand and promise us that not one person is going to be lost? We've done lost all the crew. The ship has fallen apart. It's not going to make it. Oh, somebody's dying in this. We'll be lucky if one person survives. How do you know that? And Paul said, well, there stood by me last night an angel of the Lord. And he let me know that there'll be no loss of life, that we may lose everything else, but that our feet will stand on dry ground one day. Let me tell you something. I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be in bitter places. I know what it's like to be wounded by circumstances, to be hurt by people. I know what it's like to want to give up. I know what it's like to want to quit. I know what it's, I know what it's like to be so overwhelmed with pain from the past that you can't see any of the blessings today and you sure can't hear any promises that God has given you about tomorrow. I know what that's like. And then in this confusing kind of way, I'm almost done, are you with me? Say amen. I know, and then I, I know in this confusing way what it's like that contrary to what demons and devils and people and circumstances say, that there is this voice that whispers. There's a promise. There's a promise. You're going to make it. You're going to get there. How, preacher? Well, because there is, there's this God we serve. And one of his titles right here in Exodus 15, 26 is He's the Lord that heals you. So I want to ask you this question this morning. I know just as you run your hand down my leg, and you'll find that broken spot. And I may go home this evening. Sometimes Sundays are the bad days because I'm on my feet all day, depending on which shoes. I may go home this evening. I'll sit down and Man, my ankle will start to hurt, and it'll ache, and it'll throb. I know that there are days when pain overtakes you. I know there are days when you hurt on the inside. I know there are days when it's so dark you don't even know if you'll see the light of day, but I also know this. 
I know a God who can fix all that. I know a God who can heal all of that. I know a God who can make all things new, the Bible says. He can make us a new creation in Christ Jesus. It's all through Him. And so I'm going to let Elizabeth sing. And Elizabeth, as you sing, I want you to stand quietly and reverently. Don't pack up. Stand quietly and reverently. Stand with me. Now listen. What if it's you and what if today's the time? Will you open your heart to that account? Will you open your heart to that fact that God brought you here today to do a work of healing in you, to move you past something because He's not interested in leaving you where you're at? And by the way, where you're at is not where you're always going to stay. If you'll consider the fact that today is the time to heal for you, if you'll consider that fact, then you must know that God's a moving God and He's moving you from where you're at to where He wants you to be. But before He can take you from where you're at to where He wants you to be, He's going to offer you some sweet waters to drink. He's going to offer you some nourishment. He's going to offer you some refreshment. Whoever you are, from this front row to the middle to the back, to the classrooms back there, the overflow seating. If God brought you here today for this, I know a Lord that heals insides, outsides, and He's faithful. Elizabeth, you sing, and if you need to come to this altar, you come, and somebody's going to pray with you today. You come. Quickly. I find no hope within yeah. to call my own. That's right. Come. Just come right now. For Don't you even wait. I am frail of heart. Sing, Elizabeth, so they can hear My you. strength That's is right. gone. All over this church, there ought to be but people moving because there's hurting hearts here. There's wounded lives here. There's broken the instruments here. You ought to come. Here come. In the comfort come. Of the faith. You see a sister move this with her godly woman. You see a brother a move to this altar. Come and pray with him. Godly sir. Valleys deep Lift them up. In search of higher ground. On mountain steep, yes, that's right. And though with feet unsure, I still soul. keep pressing on. There is a Lord that will heal for you. I am guided by yes. the faithful one. Yes, faithful. Yes, He is faithful. That's to right. Amen. The my true and precious friend, yeah. you have been faithful. Yes. Faithful, so faithful yes. to me. That's right, yes. <clears throat> Amen. I see your wounded hands, I touch your side. Mm-hmm. With thorns upon your brow, you bled and died. But there's an empty tomb and a love for all who come and give their hearts to you, the faithful one. And when the day is dawned, And when the race is run, I will bow down before God's only Son. Mm -hmm. And I will lift my hands in 
praise for all you've That's done. Right. Amen. And I will worship you. Yes. My faithful one. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and close your eyes. Let me ask this. Liz will do that one. Um, uh, let me ask you this while nobody's looking around. I want you to do this. Now listen to me. I, I can't I, I can't do this all for you. I can't. Now the Lord can. But I tell you what I can do. The Bible says that there was a man who was lame. Four friends one day picked him up on his sick bed and carried him to Jesus. And I thought about this this morning. I may not be able to do it all for you, but I can pick up one corner. And there's somebody else here that will get the other corner. And there's somebody else here who will get another. And there's somebody else here who will get the fourth. And we'll just get you to Jesus. We'll bring you to Him. We'll lay you on to the Lord Jesus today. I want to ask you this, and, and, and I'm going to do this, and then I've got to tell you something. I, I want to ask you that you've not come to this altar yet. And I, I'm not trying to drag anything out. We're still way early right now. Just hang on, and we'll be done in just a minute. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you, if you've not moved or done anything today, but you know that, you're, that the bitter experiences of life affect you today, in fact, it's been on your mind this week. It's weighed on you this weekend. Whatever it is, you know this morning that God's speaking to you. And in your mind, you're thinking, who told the preacher what's going on in my life? How's the preacher know I've cried at midnight when nobody else knows about that? Will you raise your hand and say, preacher... That's me. God's dealt with me today. God spoke to me. I'm not going to come to you. I won't point you out. And I know nobody else is looking around. So nobody will see you. Raise your hand up high. Just let me see it. And you put it right back down. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Somebody else. Will you raise your hand up high? Bless your heart, ma'am. Raise your hand up high and let me see it. Just raise it up high. Let me see your hand. Preacher, that's me. That's me. There's been some things going on. I just can't get around. And I need the touch of a physician today. I need a touch to bless your heart. Somebody else? Somebody else? Now, I'm going to let you in on a little something while your head's bowed and your eyes closed. Elizabeth's going to sing another song right here, maybe the last in the service. But when she sings this song, you need to be aware of something, that it's for you. God doesn't lead us to this place and not do a work. God leads us to this place because He loves you, He's interested in you, He wants you, He wants to be your help, He wants to be your God, He wants to be your Savior time and time again, He's our Savior. 
and He wants to heal what's not right in your life, to set straight the broken hearted. God's speaking to you. I'm going to let you in on a little something, and if you can't even see it today, I want you to believe it, and you should probably just come to this altar and say, Lord, I don't see it, I don't feel it, but I'm simply going to just believe it until it's an experience for me. I'm going to let you in on this fact. Help must be on the way. Help must be on its way to you. It's coming. I'm not asking you, do you feel it today? I'm not asking you to do backflips out of the church this morning. I'm not asking you to start doing the victory dance right yet. I'm not asking any of that. I'm just asking, given the way God's ordained everything this morning, could you please just believe that God's about to send you some help to set things right in your life, to put order into your steps, that He'll order your, your steps, the Bible says to get you over your yesterdays because He knows what you're going to be tomorrow in Him, to, get to, to let your past be your past and let today be a new day by the grace of God, to let you redeem the time, what hurt and what wounds and what bitterness has stole from you, God will give it back. Do you believe that? Help's on the way. Elizabeth, sing that. They need to hear it. And if you raise your hands, you come. God's not done here. And if you didn't raise your hand, you come. The news this morning. I'll carry one corner of your bed if you'll come. I can't imagine how you feel. I wish I knew the words to say to make it not seem so real. Come near. Everything's fine. Everything is okay. That's right. Come. Some are coming. You come too. I just had a come. talk with Jesus, and He said, "Help is on the way." Help is on the way. So just hang on and don't lose sight. Can you do that? Can you just hang on? Yeah. So the waiting will be over, and He will make your burden light. Everything's fine. Lord Jesus, we believe you're a Lord that heals. Now you may think you've lost your way. The world is spinning round and round. But what a friend you have in Jesus. God, you have your he way. will never let I just had a talk with yeah. Jesus and he hey. said help is on the way. So just hang on. That's right. Somebody else need to come. Quick. Quickly come. Soon the and he will make your burden light. Everything's fine. Could I, could I address this? Would you give me one more moment right now? You got time for that? I mean, what time you got to be at the restaurant? When's your reservations? 
Give, give me one more second, one more moment. Can, can I just speak to our younger people for just a second? Can I, can I talk to you? Just for a moment. I see some scattered around about, some in the back and this and that. Listen to me. If you're not so careful, it's going to happen. But one of the things the enemy wants to do to you at this age, the enemy would like to so bring you to bitter waters. The enemy would like to so wound you now to where, I hope you're listening, not talking to the gray hairs today right now. I love you too, but I'm talking to some younger folks. The enemy would like to so wound you now where the rest of your life you're going to get hung up on how you've been wounded and how you've been hurt in life. And so for the rest of your days, you'll never get past. This is what the enemy wants to do. For the rest of your days, you're never going to get past these wounds, the, this brokenness, these bitter things that's happened to you. For the rest of your days, if the enemy could, he'd have you hung up on that. It'll affect the rest of your relationships you have the rest of your life. It'll affect your marriage. It'll, it'll affect your career. Uh, it, it, it will affect you emotionally. It'll affect you mentally. Uh, it will affect you physically. If the enemy had his way, he'll get you stuck on all this mess where you can never move on and never fully give yourself to the service of the Lord Jesus Christ for His glory. That's what the enemy would want. But for our young people here, listen to me. If these things, that, if, if you've come to bitter waters, the time to deal with bitter waters now. Amen. Put a branch in it. Amen. Bring Jesus into it. Amen. And He'll make it sweet. Yes. Honest to goodness, listen to me. I've got as much as anybody. I've been to those waters as many times as anybody. But when I sit around the house, God is my witness. Yes, I have bad days. Yes, I have days where there is hurt and there is pain. But God is my witness. Most days I don't sit around dwelling on bitter water experiences. Most days I don't sit around just trying to recollect times when I've been wounded, times when I've been scarred, and times when I've been hurt. But when I sit around and mull on things, all I can seem to think about is how good God's been to me, how faithful God's been to me, how amazing that His love is to me. Preacher, how'd you get to that place? <laughs> because I just let a branch come into those bitter waters. He's even made bitter waters sweet. So young people, listen, you need to deal with this today. Don't, leave this, don't get messed up. Don't get screwed up by letting the enemy hang you up on bitter water experiences. Deal with it today. Handle it today. Let a friend pray for you today. And if you're a teenage girl here this morning or a young girl here this morning, listen, there's some young ladies in this church who will pray for you. And I can't think of anybody, I'd rather have them praying for you than me praying for you. Your friends, your peers. One to grab one corner of the sick bed and one to grab the other corner and just carry you to God's grace. And if you're a young man here today and life has already slapped you so hard that occasionally and frequently maybe even you can't help but to think about yesterday's past, yesterday's problem. And if I was a young man here like that, I'd come. I'd come, I'd deal with it now so that you don't get hung up in this place. So that you don't get stuck in that place. But you let God heal you and heal you today. There's a time to heal. What if it's today? 
what if you're where you're at today and it's the same place you was at six months ago simply because you won't let the Lord that heals you heal you so that tomorrow you're not in this same place. Are you with me? Say amen. This Elizabeth, uh, the, an, another song. And I just want to appeal to all of our young people from 5 to 25. I'm speaking to you right now. I'm only doing this because this is where the Lord brought us to. Had no clues going in this direction. This is where we are. From 5 to 25. Or anybody else that thinks to come. But all of our young people, today's the day. It's a time to heal. Let Him heal you today. Come. Quickly. High upon this Quickly mountain, come. the sun is shining bright. My heart is Quickly. filled with gladness. Here above the cares of life. Young boys, young girls, young men, but young I've women. just come, come through the valley. Now of give me somebody to get one corner of this bed. Somebody to grab another corner. Come. To God, we'll get him there. We'll get him to help. Somebody else, come. Another young person. Even in the valley. Young lady. God is good. Young women, you've got pressures on you today. Young girl. In the valley, I mean, you've got pressures on faithful you. And come, true. He carries his children through. Come. Like he said he quickly, would. Quickly, come. Quickly. led you to yes, a valley come. of defeat right, you come. wonder if the father has heard your desperate plea oh but there is hope in the rugged place where tears of sorrow can't you hear him gently whispering I'm here and all this
There is a bomb, the Bible says. There is a bomb in Gilead. He can't heal you. He can mend your brokenness. You've got to let him do it. That doctor at the ER, he's not going to leave that ER and come run you down to help your sickness. He's not going to come to your house and knock on the door. He's not going to come to the restaurant and pick you up when you've been food poisoned there. No, but if you go to him, he'll minister treatment. And today, he's come to you. He's come to you. So just yield yourself to his treatment and his help. Come quickly. God picked up a sparrow that no longer could fly. He brushed off its wounds and then watched it soar into the sky. If he's mindful of creation, on this I can depend I am his child and I can place all my trust in him I can trust Jesus I can trust Jesus before they sing another verse of that. Listen just a minute. I've had friends let me down. I've had best friends disappoint me. My mama, bless her heart, she loves me with all of her heart and all of her mind and soul. She's failed me before. My daddy's failed me before. My sister's let me down. Just like me as a brother or a son, I've failed them. I've disappointed them. I've hurt them. I've wounded close friends. Just like I've done all those things. There's not one I can think of this morning but one. Who's never failed me and never let me down, and I can trust him. And I know because he's never failed me in my yesterdays. He's never let me down this morning or disappointed. I've got confidence to stand in to say right now that tomorrow I can trust Jesus. He'll never give me perspective this morning. Think about it yourself. Sing another verse and we'll be done. prayed some prayers and felt they never were heard but I held to God's hand and kept right on trusting in his word my wants and God's desires don't always agree But I'll lean on His will For He always knows what's best for me yes. Yes. Amen. I can't trust Jesus 
strong tower the strength in my 